Welcome to the Becoming One podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Pastor Sean Wilson. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here on today. Do I have a word for you today? I want to encourage you with some the gospel message. Hey, man, we're going to go to Romans chapter 10. Very familiar passage of scripture, but I want to enlighten you on something that I thought was very um, encouraging and um, just edifying to me as a believer. So I want to share that with you today and hopefully do the same thing. So what I want you to do is I want you to turn over to Romans chapter 10, Romans chapter 10 on today. And it says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for for Israel is that they be saved. And this is Paul talking about his brother. He said, "I, I want them to be saved. So he's already communicating a a um, condition, a condition that says that he feels that they're not believers because they have rejected Jesus Christ. And this was in the in the previous verses in, in Romans chapter nine. But to alleviate going back there, I just encourage you to go back there and read that. But this is what he's talking about. They had rejected Jesus the only way unto salvation. Amen. So in verse two, it says, for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. There was a knowledge that they did not have the zeal for they being ignorant of God's righteousness. So they're talking about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So the righteousness that they are seeking, they're trying to seek it through the law, fulfilling of the law, which the only righteousness that counts. And it says for those that believe in Christ comes the end of the law for righteousness. So faith is how we become righteous, not the fulfillment of the law. So verse five, he goes on and he says this, for Moses writes about the righteousness, which is of the law. The man who does these things shall live by them. But righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Listen to how it speaks. Listen to what the righteousness by faith speaks. It does not say in your heart, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. And then he goes on to say that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, the, 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 if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. So what I want you to understand, and let me, let me, let me just read 10 for with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. So faith equals righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is what I want us to understand. Righteousness is obtained through faith. Now, I want to give you an example. What did that scripture come from where he was talking about? Do not say in your heart. 
who will ascend into heaven. He's he's getting this from Old Testament scripture because we know about Paul. Paul was very versed in the scripture. So he was he was sharing. Um, he was enlightening the people on what Jesus was doing today in his day and how it was a picture of it in the Old Testament. So I want to show us something in the Old Testament in the book of Deuteronomy, which I think is going to be so powerful. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter nine, verse four. And this is when the, the children of Israel was going to go into the promised land. And there was some instructions that were given. And I'm going to start at verse four for the sake of time. It says, do not think in your heart after the Lord your God has cast them out before you, saying, because of my righteousness, the Lord has brought me in to possess the land. But it is because of the wickedness of those nations that the Lord is driving them out before you. It is not because of your righteousness or your uprightness, right, uprightness of your heart that you go in to possess the land. But because of the wickedness of those nations that the Lord your God drives them out from before you and that he may fulfill the word which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob. Therefore, understand that the Lord your God is not giving you the good land to possess because of your righteousness, for you are a stiff-necked people. Now I'm going to stop there. He goes on and he tell, he's going to continue to remind them of the error of their ways. But the reason why they're getting the promised land is not because of their righteousness. They're not receiving the promise because of their righteousness. They're receiving the promises because God is good and faithful to his word, his promises. Amen. They're, re they're going into the promised land because of God's faithful word to his, their forefathers, not because they believed because he then says that they're stiff necked people. So what does this have to do with Romans chapter 10? Paul used this as an example is never our righteousness of why we enter in. It's never by what we do is why we enter in. It's never by how good we think we are on why we enter in. It is by faith that we enter in. It is by the promise of the Lord is why we enter in. Amen. Faith in believing. Why wasn't, why didn't many of the children of Israel, why didn't they enter into rest? Because they did not have faith. It is never according to the righteousness because the only righteousness that counts that will be good enough and be accepted is that of the lamb of God, the lamb that was slain for all mankind, for all sin. He was the propitiation, the payment for all sin, not just for ours, but for the whole world. He was the way maker. He was the one who made a way out of no way for everyone that would believe in his name. He pays for all of our sins. We place our faith in him and that's how we receive righteousness. It's imputed upon us. He being known as the second Adam as is communicated in Hebrews. So we have to understand in this hour that the person that lives by faith doesn't say in his mind, who will ascend to heaven? or who will descend into the abyss. But the one that lives by faith says this. He says, the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. This, that is the word of faith, which we preach 
So brothers and sisters, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord, he's Lord Jesus. We confess with our mouth that he is the Lord and we believe in our hearts, we shall be saved. Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. If we believe in the name above all names, we will not be put to shame. We will not be disappointed. And that's what I want to tell you today is you will not be disappointed if you put your, your faith in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, the savior of this world, the one who resurrects the dead, the ones who brings life to, to um, the, the walking dead, the ones that opened up, the one that opens up blinded eyes, the one that unstopped deaf ears, the one that heals the sick, the one that opens the door, the one that closes the door that no man can open. Amen. He is the, the, the king of king. He's the Lord of lords. He's the great I am. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the good shepherd. He's the mighty physician. Let's understand that we, we serve an awesome God. And if we put our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord, because he is Lord, we will not be disappointed. So brothers and sisters, don't be disappointed today. Put your faith in Jesus. Understand it's not by any good works that we do, but it's by the grace of God and him fulfilling his promise to the forefathers, which concludes Abraham. And when we put our faith in Jesus, we will not be put to shame. God bless you. Have a great and wonderful week. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share, and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Remember, to pursue peace in a divided world, we, the church, must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.